This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Here at the Schuler Group, we are big believers in a strengths-based workplace where managers and employees are very aware of their strengths and also then play to those strengths. Employee engagement statistics talk about how employee engagement goes way up when managers know what their employees' strengths are. We're a huge believer, as I've said. It makes so much more sense to focus on people's strengths rather than the arduous task of trying to work on a, let's call it a weakness, because that weakness will never get anywhere close to the level of a strength. So if you really capitalize upon your strengths and maximize them, you are going to catapult much farther and higher as a result than if you just do the dumbed down personal professional development arena of, ah, this weakness you have is a great growth potential opportunity. Now, it just means we need to be more creative about filling those holes or assigning some of those challenges and quote unquote weaknesses to other people. Let's redefine my role so that I don't have to do the thing that requires that particular aspect that you're calling a weakness. This is obviously a conversation that's hypothetical. So yes, we believe in a strengths-based workplace where individuals capitalize upon their strengths. Teams come together bringing the best of each individual to make that team even stronger. That whole idea that the whole is greater than the sum of its individual parts. As part of that, let's focus on our strengths and our two-way collaborative employee engagement model. Feedback and communication are very crucial. Let me give you a scenario because this came up for one of our clients and it's very interesting and I'd love to hear your feedback on it. So in this new culture that we're trying to help organizations promote, individuals and staff members would say, hey, here's what I did. Here's what I'm good at. I want more projects like these. I want to be able to use my skills and strengths on this. Hey, can I do this? The manager says, great, go for it. Awesome. That's an ideal world. That is the world that we are trying to help our clients move toward. Well, what happens when a, an employee is doing his or her best work, really operating in her own zone of genius? She's taking initiative. She's being that A player. She is moving projects along forward. She's looking at what's needed, saying, all right, let me just jump in and do it. 
But because her manager is so swamped, there's not the opportunity for one, the manager to be able to say, hey, I noticed that you did such and such. And two, because her manager is so busy and swamped because of whatever circumstances going on, she doesn't feel it's appropriate to say, oh, by the way, here's this project that we've been working on for a few months. I just took it to the next level and let's go look at it now. So here was the challenge that was brought to us. What does she do about it? Does she try to carve out time with her manager who is swamped because he's dealing with other employees who are probably not working in their zone of genius and therefore he's having to undertake some of their work to keep their clients happy. He doesn't have the bandwidth, or at least this is the fear, he doesn't have the bandwidth to be able to really appreciate what's happening. There were a couple of fear-based scenarios brought to us as consultants by, by this employee that one, he would just look at it and say, okay, yeah, that's great, fine, or I can't look at it, let me look at it later. Or two, blowing up and saying, you know I'm busy, I can't look at this right now. And because that might be the attitude, if he did look at it, then there would be that veneer of overwhelm, busyness, stress, tension. And so that could color his perception of the stellar work that his direct report did. So what's the answer? So by the way, if you are listening to this, I want you to, after I ask this next question, to press the pause button before you hear what we did. Because I really want to hear from you, whatever your level is, whether you are a middle manager, whether you're an executive, you're a president, CEO, whatever your status is, I'd love to hear what you think the right solution is from both the employee side and the manager side. Because both have their own stuff going on. That's actually what we talk about in our special report, the five reasons your employees are not engaged. And one of them is they've got their own stuff going on, whether it's personal or business. And so your request to look at something is just one of many channels that they're tuned into. That's the problem. What channel are you tuned into? What channel is your manager turned into? What channel is your employee tuned into? Again, your question is for you to answer. What do you think a good solution is? And I'd love to have your feedback over on our website. And that address is www.theshulergroupllc.com. 
So once you've thought about that and you have your answer, now you can hit play again and hear how we decided to deal with it or how we consulted our client on dealing with it. But first, let me back up a bit. Why is it important for the employee to, for lack of a better way to say it, toot her own horn? Why should she say, hey, manager, here's what I did. Why can't she just go along with the next project? Why does she even have to say anything? Well, first of all, she may need to get approval for what she's done. If it's, say, a marketing piece or a budgeting piece and there needs to be a sign-off, well, it's not really done until there is that sign-off and approval from the appropriate parties. There may be that very real reason. Secondly, she needs to know she's on the right track. She's taken initiative. She has her skills and experiences. She's working from her strengths. And she might have interpreted the details of the project correctly. Or maybe she got off base a little bit. So before she spends too much more time... She needs to get approval. Third, there may be things that she's putting into place that the public might see. If it's a marketing piece, a PR piece, whatever it might be, it may not be completely up to her. Is this ready to publish? Whatever that project may be. So there are some real reasons why she may need input from her manager that isn't just about, hey, look how awesome I am, and I want you to know that I'm awesome. And there is that real peace. We all need acknowledgement. I believe, without a doubt, that our primary need as humans is to be seen heard, and acknowledged. And in an organization, a culture where the managers and leaders see, hear, and acknowledge the individuals in the organization is going to set the stage for a more productive, more effective organization that has higher employee retention, less waste in lost productivity and miscommunication, dysfunction. If we're also gauging our employees and staff's effectiveness by certain criteria, and this is going to be shared on an upcoming episode, and one of those criteria is takes initiative, we need to know that our employees and staff are indeed taking initiative. But if we don't notice, because we are so overwhelmed with our duties on our plates, and maybe it's accidental, we don't really get to gauge whether our employees and staff are taking initiative. So it may be up to them to say to us, 
hey, by the way, I saw that this project was in this phase and I really felt that there were only two more things that needed to be done in order to move it to the next phase. So I took care of those. Could you review that and tell me what you think? So one, it keeps the project moving forward in this scenario where there's a phase one, phase two, phase three, and so on. And two, it makes sure that that project is doing what it's supposed to be doing, that it's on the right track, that it didn't accidentally get derailed. You don't want nine months later to go back and say, wow, we should not be here. How in the world did we get here? Well, it's because the employee never checked in with her manager. The manager was too busy to really look into what she was doing. And she just kept going on without any input. Now, that makes it sound like she's incompetent and it's not, but we all have different expectations. That's why we talk about the purpose outcome method model. What's the purpose? What's the desired outcome? Therefore, what are the methods to get there? And then there should be regular check-ins, especially for bigger projects. All that being said, here is what we recommended to this employee. Schedule a meeting with her manager that is simply to look at this particular project and next steps. So not try to get his ear in the middle or in between his many, many, many meetings. Not to just call him up randomly sometime during the day, but to actually schedule it so that they have some carved out time, separate from any other regular meetings or check-ins that they might have, which might be more working in the business rather than on the business. That was our recommendation. And the feedback that we got from the employee was that that meeting went very well. Her manager was very appreciative of the work she had done. And while there might have been a few tweaks to what she had done, it had really set the stage and the foundation for that next phase where they were trying to go to. And because she didn't wait for his permission, she didn't wait to run an idea by him, wait for him to have time to think about it, for him to give a one-liner or to say, I just can't deal with this right now. She went ahead and gave him a prototype. And all of that he was very appreciative for because it did move things along rather than him being the bottleneck. Now, in this situation, our recommendation worked very well. Other situations may have their own little quirks that might not avail themselves so well to this particular recommendation. I'm really looking forward to hearing what your solution is. And again, I invite you to come on over to www.theshulergroupllc.com and tell me what you think would be a way to handle this. And especially what side of the equation you're on. Are you on the employee side or are you on the management side? Or give me feedback from both, because many of us have been on both sides of that equation. I really appreciate the time that you take to listen to my episodes. I hope you find what I have to share helpful. And until next time, may you thrive.